0: Welcome to another exciting episode of Feasting at the Table with Grace Tom Lawyer. Feasting at the Table is a Bible study program that seeks to apply the truth of God's word to our everyday life. It is a feast and so there's something for everyone. Get ready for a fresh, anointed and timely word from God. So we're welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, this is... Root the Barrier Breaker, and we are in part six. Oh, praise God. Uh, it's It's been a journey, and I just hope that you've been learning the way I've been learning. I thank God for what he's been doing. And if you're just joining us for the first time, we've been on a journey looking at the life of roots as a barrier breaker. We started about six weeks ago looking at the fact of who a barrier breaker is, what are barriers, types of barriers, perceived barriers, the things that could be a barrier to some who might not be a barrier to the other. We looked at the fact that God is the ultimate barrier breaker and how he wants to break barriers, wants us to break barriers and breaking barriers on a consistent basis so we can get to that place where God wants us to break. We looked at several types of barriers and then we began to look at the life of Ruth as someone who was a barrier breaker in scriptures. And like we say here, that the Bible is a book of principles, patterns and promises. And if we're going to claim the promises, we need to look at the patterns and the principles. Hence, we've been studying the life of Ruth, looking at what were those things in her life that actually Made her a barrier breaker because we saw her breaking so many barriers. She broke the financial barrier, the racial barrier, the spiritual barrier, the relationship barrier. She met so many barriers and and her life is actually a mirror image of sometimes what happens in our own lives. And last time when we're talking, we're we're looking at at our journey In, in part five, we continued the study of Ruth being a barrier breaker. And we said that a barrier breaker looking from part four actually is a person with a submissive attitude who is cautious, someone who is under authority. We saw the fact that when Ruth wanted to go to to work she had to ask her mother-in-law we also said that barrier breakers are pragmatic they know the word of god and they act upon the word of god say barrier breakers are hard-working people they are diligent when they brought the appraisal report of roots when the foreman was speaking to Boaz, the the ceo the foreman said that listen she's been working she, she came apart from the little time she took to rest and uh, we also looked at the fact that when we talked about favor, 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 that favor doesn't just come like that. That there was a favor Ruth received because of what she had done. When Boaz began to show her favor, she said, "I've heard about all the things you did to your mother-in-law." One of the main points we stressed last week, as we we're looking at characteristics of Barabeka is the fact that a Barabba has an attitude of gratitude. A Barabeka does not have a sense of entitlement. When Ruth received that favor from Boaz, the Bible says she fell on her knees, uh, on her knees. She said to him, "How are you doing this to me?" She didn't just say, "Oh well, yes, I've left more people. Should do this, and do that for me." No, she showed appreciation. We said that barrier breakers are people who are able to show appreciation, who have a grateful spirit, and that that grateful spirit. One thing about gratitude that gratitude begets more because just what growth did to Boaz at that time. By the time it was long time, Boaz called her. she did not just like speak to him. She was invited to the to the company dinner, as it were. She was invited. She was. She was Given a ticket to come in free of charge to come in, you know, on the boss's on the boss's premises, as it were. I said that if we're going to be Bible breakers, we have to be grateful people, we have to be people who look for opportunities to show gratitude. And then we, we looked at the side way, we looked at boss's life, and we looked at several things about this life. The fact that this was a man that spoke well to his employees. We looked at this was a fact. looked at this was a man who understood, who knew his employees, who had heard about them, who was thoughtful. And the fact that he was a godly man and that he made the first, uh, he made the first move. He tried to make Ruth comfortable. I said, when we meet strangers, what do we do? Do we make them comfortable? Or do we just go in our usual click? So there are the things we learned last week as we looked at characteristics of barrier breaker. And then I believe we stopped in chapter 2. But today we're going to move on to chapter 3 as we continue to look at these characteristics. So let's turn our Bibles because we're not doing any of this from our head. We're looking at the Word and seeing what the Word is teaching us. If we turn our Bibles to root, we are in chapter 3. And I believe that we are starting from verse 1. But no, we're not even in chapter 3 yet. Let's see where we are. Another thing we said last week about Baker is that biabakers know that they cannot give out of what they do not have. So they feel themselves, first of all, they receive for themselves. Let's look at, and we got that from the very last few chapters, the very last verses from, from um, Ruth chapter 2. You know, one of the things we also said last week is the fact that Boaz said to the men, please, as you are going, bring out some things, a handful of purpose for her to pick. So he was giving, we said you know, Boaz was a generous person, but even as he was giving, he gave with, so that Ruth will have her dignity, you know, preserved. He, he made them to give, to do more for her, but it looked like she was the one working. And we said that well, we could emulate several things from the life of Boaz, the way he gave, the way he spoke, the way he related, they were all what emulate him. And let's just continue in uh, Ruth chapter 2, verse 17. Bible says, so Ruth gathered barley all day, all day. And when she beat out the grain that evening, it filled an entire basket. She carried it back into town and showed it to her mother. Ruth also gave her the roasted grain that was left over from her meal. Where did you gather all these grains today? Naomi asked. Where did you walk? May the Lord bless the one who helped you. So Ruth told her mother-in-law about the man in whose field she had walked. She said, the man I walk with today is named Boaz. Of course, he introduced himself. I remember at the very beginning of this chapter, we had already been told that the, this man, Boaz, was a wealthy relative of Elimelech. Amen. And you see, let's go again to verse 20. 20 May the Lord bless him, Naomi told her daughter-in-law. He's showing us. His kindness to us, as well as to your dead husband, this man is one of our closest villages, one of our family redeemers. You know. Then Ruth said, "What more? Boaz even told me to come back and stay with his harvesters until the entire harvest is completed." Good Naomi exclaimed, "Do as he has said, my daughter. Stay with his young men right through the whole harvest. You might be har- harassed in other fields, but you'll be safe with him." Verse twenty-three. So. So Ruth worked alongside the women in Boise's fields and gathered grain with them until the end of the barley harvest then she continued walking with them through the wheat harvest in early summer and all the while she lived with her mother law. hallelujah i love that because the bible tells us several things about roots here if we watch carefully the bible says here that her contract was extended it was a temporary contract initially temporary she just went there you know at the beginning of the valley harvest she just went there to quickly see if she could do something but the bible says that she walked there up all until summer it was extended because she was a good worker it was not said that she was and fighting with all the people at work. No, 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 no. She was a good worker. She continued working with them. She stayed with the women. She did what Boaz asked her to do. We've seen that the life of fruit. we've seen someone who is a person under authority, who can take instructions. The Bible says here, yeah, interestingly, at the very end that she remained with her mother-in-law. She lived with her continuously. She could have gone to get her own house. After all, she's a big girl. She now has a job. She could take care of herself, but no, she lived with her mother in law, having her mother in law in mind. We said last week that she took out of her roasted grain, the one that was left over, and gave to her mother in law. We're not saying she gave her leftover food like that, but I'm sure she got something. She took out something for her. One of the things we said last week concerning that is that we can only give from our overflow. It is from what we have received that we can give. And if we do not take the time to receive, child of God, we will not have anything to give out. And the Bible says here that when she got to her mother, by the time her mother-in-law saw all that she got, she that this is not ordinary. You couldn't have got this green. Where did you work? And then the language of her mother-in-law began to change. We begin to see Naomi saying, may the Lord bless this person. And first of all, she's blessing the person when she doesn't even know what the person is. But by the time Ruth tells her that this person is called Boa, she was like, wow, that is our one of our kindest men with him. And I'm sure she was going to explain that to her later. And she blessed him Father. You know, one of the things we said the other time when we were looking at the character, of the breaker where Ruth said to Naomi, oh, please let me go out to the field and, 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 and harvest. Or do something. We said that a barrier breaker is not going to wait for all the I's to be to be dotted and all the T's to be crossed. That the barrier breaker is not going to wait till I want to see the end. No, the barrier breaker is going to go out in faith because that's what Ruth did. She did not know whose field she was going to go to. She didn't know what to She just did that. Oh, let me go. Let me go to anywhere and I'll see if I'll find favor with someone. And that, that should be our attitude if we are going to break barriers. We need to be able to take God's word as it has been said and run with it. without trying to find the end from the beginning. The only person who knows the end and who is allowed to know the end from the beginning is God. You know, the Bible talks about Jesus saying, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. He's the only one allowed to know the end from the beginning. As for the rest of us, we just have to work with what God's word has said to us and trust that the God who started a good work with us will end it, will bring it to a completion. So let's look at, we'll look, we've seen some characteristics here, the barbaker here. we said that the barbaker is someone who, knows how to do self-care, how to take care them, themselves, know that it is important to, first of all, know that it is not wrong to have themselves as a parity first of all, because sometimes we, we we put ourselves as the last persons and and we don't put ourselves we don't put ourselves as a priority. we put our health as the last, we, we do several things for, to the displeasure or to the disfavor of ourselves, upon that's not how it should be, because even the scripture tells us that we should love our neighbor as we love ourselves, praise God. So let's go further down, so we're going to see here, the Bible says and she continued working with them she should the wheat harvest in early summer and and that's also another thing we see here consistency consistency she continued working there. a barrier baker we, we need to be consistent so let's go to chapter three someone has called this chapter the waiting chapter and i'm um, here my bible here in um, the new Living translation it says roots at the threshing floor so i'm going to read one day we don't know how long that one day was don't know how long it was naomi said to Ruth, my daughter it is time that i found a permanent home for you so that you will be provided for Boas is a close relative of us and he's been very kind by letting you gather grain with his young women tonight he'll be winnowing barley at the threshing floor now do as i tell you take a bath and put on perfume and dress in your nicest clothes Then go to the dressing floor. Don't let Boaz see you until he has finished eating and drinking. Be sure to notice where he has, where he lies down. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down there. He will tell you what to do. I know that there have been several Bible commentaries. I remember as I was studying to um, this particular for this particular study in that um, women's conference. I told you about. I saw several things. There were several, several, several commentaries. There were people who said, "Oh, this is what this means, and this is what that means." But I think I want us to interpret scripture in the light of the character of Ruth and Boaz, the character we've seen them display so far, and understand that whatever was written here was written so that we could see and understand, and written based on the customs, the pharisms, and the mannerisms of those of, of that time. The Bible tells us here that one day Naomi said to Ruth, my daughter, it's time that I found the permanent home for you. And I know that at the very beginning of this study, we saw several things about Naomi, especially in the negative, like the fact that she left with her husband, the fact that she decided to return to Bethlehem. We said that her mot- her, her her decision was good, but her motive was not good because the only time, the only reason she wanted to return was she heard that God had visited his people with bread. And that's why she was good. And we said that bread was the source of her movement and a, a good reason why we should make sure that we're not being moved about by bread. But when we're moving, when we're moving from one location to the other, from one church to the other, from one place to the other, it should be as a result of divine directive and not just based on financial reasons alone. But here, there are some things we could learn from the life of Naomi here. We've seen that Naomi has started changing her language. We've seen that she's no more saying, "Oh, call me Bitterara." She said, oh, may the Lord bless him. May the Lord bless him. So she's beginning to acknowledge God here. And the Bible says that she said, to Ruth, say, can I not find a permanent home for you? Maybe it's time for me to find. It's time that I find a permanent home for you, for me, for you. And, and I want us to remember that in Ruth chapter one, when she was speaking to her daughter-in-law, when she was speaking to Orpah and to Ruth, one of the things she said, one of the prayers she prayed concerning them, was the fact that uh, let's turn our Bibles there. It's just, it's just the next two chapters. So let, let's turn our Bibles there. So it's not like we we're, we're cutting something else. So we're, we're going back now. We'll turn our Bibles two pages away. And here is Ruth chapter one, verse verse uh, eight. It says, but on the way, Naomi said to her daughter's in-law, go back to your mother's homes and may the Lord reward you for your kindness to your husbands and to me. May the Lord bless you with the security of another marriage. Then she kissed them goodbye and the whole, they all broke down and wept. So we see here that Ruth uh, and Naomi and Opa had this talk by by Naomi. And guess what she was saying to them? Listen, I'm blessing you people. I'm blessing you with the security. May God bless you with the security of another hole. But we see here that even though she had prayed this prayer, she's doing something about the answers to her prayers. Because child of God, most times we have to work with God for the answers to our prayers. Most times there's something we have to do concerning what we've been asking God for. And sometimes it could be a bit dicey. Sometimes it could be a bit not clear. But the Bible tells us in the book of James that if anyone lacks wisdom, James chapter 1, let him ask of me and I will give. So if we're lacking wisdom, as a how to go about the thing we're praying to God for. Then we should come to him and we should ask him. The Bible says he desires to give. His delight is to give us. And so we see Naomi here doing something about her prayers. A child of God, What are we doing about the prayers that we're praying? If we're asking God for promotion, are we doing things to enhance ourselves, to add value so that we can be considered as people who are worthy of promotion? If we're asking God for a child, are we doing the things that will bring about a child? Are we seeing the right people? Are we, are we, are we pressing on? Or are we just sitting down there wishing in the sweet by and by all, that God is going to do everything when there are some things that we are going to do or some things that we are certain and we are able to do. The Bible says, she said, listen, let me go about finding a home for you. And guess what she started to, to, say to him? She said, Boaz is a close relative. Why was she saying that? Because she knew what the law said. There was a law about the Levirate marriage. It was a law that said that if a man died childless, then his brother could marry his wife and raise a name for him. One of the things that will happen is that the first that the wife gives birth to would be named, you know, would be as it were, the brother's son. So those were things that Naomi knew that I believe she must have passed on to Ruth. Because you know, the Bible says that it happened that she came into the field of Boaz. And we said, nothing just happens like that. God directs our steps. God keeps a record of our steps, and is well able to direct us to the right place. And the Bible says here that she said, she knew all about what was going to happen. She knew that Boss was going to be threshing, you know, will be at the threshing floor. That day, and then she instructed Ruth. And I love what Ruth said to her. He says that, let's look at it in verse. Five, it says, I will do everything you say, Ruth replied. So she went down to the threshing floor that night and followed the instruction of her mother in law. Hallelujah. I'm sure by now you know the characteristics you want to bring from here. A Barrier Breaker is teachable, she's teachable. She, this, this, has, this is not a path that she has worked it before. But perhaps I want to believe that this is not the kind of law that obtains in, in the land of Moab. But the Bible says here that she 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 said, I will do all that you have told me. And guess what? The second thing she said to her, she said, Second thing she did was she went down to that dressing floor that night and followed the instructions of her mother elo. Hallelujah! She followed the instructions, she followed the instructions, she was teachable, she was she she was submissive, she was somebody who could obey things child of God. If we're going to be barrier breakers, we will need to follow instructions. When the right instructions come, we need to follow instructions. This was the next level she was going to break. This was the next barrier she needed to break, the relationship barrier. She had known what it was to live a single life, known what it was to live a married life, know what it was again to live a married life. And the Bible says that she said, yeah, that I will follow all that you have, all, all that you have given to me. All that you have instructed me, she said she was going to do. And the Bible says she went there. And when she went there, I believe she observed. Because the Bible tells us that even after Joab, Boaz had finished eating and drinking, and was in good spirits. Bible says, let's go to that verse 7. After Boaz had finished eating and drinking and was in good spirit, he lay down at the far end of the pile of grain and went to sleep. Then Ruth came gently, uncovered his feet, and lay down. Around midnight, the Bible sees. Boaz suddenly woke up and turned over. He was surprised to find a woman lying at his feet. Who are you? He asked. I am your servant, Ruth. She replied, Spread the corner of your coven over me, for you are my family redeemer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was the language that time. He says, Spread, you are my family. And let's look at verse, verse 10. It says, The Lord bless you, my daughter. Boaz exclaimed, You are showing even more family loyalty now than you did before, for you have not gone after a younger man, whether rich or poor. Now don't worry a thing, my daughter. I will do what is necessary for everyone in town knows that you are a virtuous woman. But why it's true that I'm one of your family redeemers, there is another man who is more closely related to you than I am. Stay here tonight and in the morning I will talk to him. If he's willing to redeem you, then very well. Let him marry you, but if he's not willing, then as surely as the Lord lives, I'll redeem you myself. Now I'll lie down here till morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Ruth does what she was told. She said Ruth was told to wait until he had eaten in know, note where he was. They said that the what's that again? We used to say that the way to a man satisfied stomach. I don't know how true that is. But however, when people are satisfied and they've eaten, there's a certain way in which they respond to things. The Bible says here that um, Ruth then went when this Boaz was in that sort of a spirit. I was say I'm Boaz turned a served woman and, and then that conversation and she, I don't say child of God, I'm very sure that Boaz must have been angry because how else did he know that she was not saying yes to the rich men or saying, um, was saying, was also not saying yes to the you know, the other younger men, he knew that about her, he was observing her and he had even gone to find her. he had checked her that, ah, this roots, okay so I even if I'm interested, what, what are my chances, what are the obstacles, it was not that time when roots came to meet him. because he was able to say to her, listen there's actually somebody who is closer than you than I am to you, but if that person is not going to do it, I am willing to do it, hallelujah, that's what he said, he said I'm willing to do it, I said, stay here till morning and then you could leave later and let's just go on there verse 14 so Ruth lay at Boaz's feet until the morning but she got up before it was light enough for people to recognize each other for Boaz had said no one must know that a woman was here on the threshing floor see and this was her ability to protect reputation then Boaz said to her bring your cloak and spread it out he measured six scoops of barley into the cloak and placed it on her back then he returned to the town when Ruth went back to her mother-in-law Naomi asked what happened my daughter Ruth told Naomi everything Boaz had done for her and she added he gave me six scoops of barley and said don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed then Naomi said just be patient my daughter until we hear what happens the man won't rest until he has settled things today hallelujah I love that I love that because the Bible says that Boaz didn't send Ruth empty-handed a man that loves a woman doesn't send her empty-handed to her family a man that loves a woman is is there? He's concerned about her. He's concerned about her family. And I tell you that there's a certain way we carry our families that will cause there to be a certain type of response from our friends, from our spouses. Because what if Ruth has started saying, "Ah, that Naomi, she's really terrible. When she was my mother-in-law, she was even not, I'm staying in the house with her. Look at the things she's doing for me." No, no, no. There was nothing like that. I'm very sure that there's some conversations that ensued. Because it's not every conversation the Bible will record. But at the end of Boaz meeting Ruth, he had so much respect for his mother, for, for, for Ruth's mother-in-law that he decides to give deliberately to her to say, listen, I don't want you to go back empty-handed. I'm telling you, he was passing a message across. He was saying to Naomi at, at the end of the day, I said, this person that, that I've just met is a potential spouse or something like that. That was what he was saying and he did something about it. Child of God, bakers are people who carry their families well, who don't just talk about themselves. No, they speak well about their families and because they speak well about their families, people treat their family is well, yes, because they speak well about their families. And we see roots here, someone who obeyed instructions. We see roots here, a barabeka, as somebody who is teachable. The fact she had not gone before, when she was told this is what you should do and that is what you should do, she did that. She went ahead. She did what her mother-in-law did for her to get the results that she was going to get. And the Bible says that. That same day birth said to her that listen just wait I will do all within my power to make sure you know that this matter is settled today and I'm sure she was living she was living with a lot of hope a lot of expectation in her heart and the bible says when she went back to meet her mother-in-law and her mother-in-law saw all the things she's done and asked out everything that happened her mother-in-law just said to her, Just be patient, my daughter, until we hear what happens. That man won't rest until he has settled things today. Hallelujah. I love that. I love the fact that she said the man will not rest until she has settled things today. I don't know if she had a peep into the character of Boaz, as in as somebody who was somebody who wanted to have things sorted out as, as, in, as soon as possibly can but I love the fact that Ruth was able to bear witness for, well, now he was able to bear witness, be, beg your pardon, was able to bear witness for Boaz another thing I love there is the fact that all these people are working hand in hand Boaz is not just saying, hey, I'm going to my Ruth and not doing anything about it, no he's showing himself commendable, he's showing himself worthy to be, you know he's, he's, he's helping his PRO here he's sending things to his mother-in-law to be as it were, trying to say, listen I am really interested, hallelujah and the Bible says that Ruth went to meet her mother, law And her mother, law tells her something that we don't always like to hear. It's something I remember one time listening to Josemaria. And she said those days in early of her ministry, when people come and say, Oh, this is the Lord in due time, in due time. And she thinks, think, when exactly is this due time going to appear? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says here that Naomi said to her daughter, law she said, Just be patient, my daughter, until we hear what happens. The man won't rest until he has certain things to do. I remember the very first time, the very, very first time I started feasting at the table several years ago. The first lesson was a lesson on patience. And I don't know, sometimes it's a lesson that I always have to go back to. It's a lesson I have to tell myself constantly about because it's a lesson that we do every day in life. At one point or the other in a day, we have to wait for something. And waiting is not always very easy. Waiting is that thing that we don't really like to do. We just want all the promises to come immediately and to claim them now. We even pray for patience and we want the patience to happen now while we're praying for patience. The Bible says that Ruth was told by Naomi, say, just wait my daughter. Wait my daughter. Child of God, I want to say another context of barrier breakers is that barrier breakers can wait. Hallelujah. Did you write that down? Barrier breakers can wait. Barrier breakers know when to pull the breaker. Say, hey, this has gone beyond my power. This is something God is going to do. God is going to work out this for me. God is going to work in the Hearts of men, because even though now we are standing, Ruth to wait, she said the man will not rest. So why Ruth is waiting now? Boaz is working. Why roots can wait? Boaz is working. Why? Because she's waiting, she's depending on God to bring about what He has said he will do. And there's several scriptures in the Bible that talks about waiting. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah that they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not grow weary, and they shall walk and they shall not faint. And I tell you. There are several, several scriptures to be able to do that. But today, for what we're looking at, we see here, let's look at it. I want us to look at that scripture from the New Testament. There's something the New Testament tells us about waiting. Um, it is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. I'm going to be reading from the CSB translation. It says, Then you will never be lazy. You will be following the example of those who have had faith and were patient until God kept his promise to them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those who through faith and patience inherited the promises. Bible says here in C B that oh, they were faithful, they were, had faith and were patient until God kept his promise to them. The second translation I'm going to be reading, I think that's the oh, what translation is this again? It says here that don't drag your feet, be like those who We'll stay the course with committed faith and then get everything promised to them. They stay the course with committed faith and get everything promised to them. A barrier breaker can wait. Barrier breakers can wait. Barrier breakers have committed faith until they get everything that is promised to them. They don't just get a few. No, no, no. They get everything that is promised to them. And child of God, I try to go down and say something to you that there are times we are going to wait. We would have to wait. We just have to wait because God is working on something beautiful because God is doing something beautiful and this time he says take your hands up child of God because he's able and he can do those things that he has promised. his barrier bakers can wait, we see Ruth waiting, Ruth waited. Naomi said to Ruth wait and child of God I don't know if this might be the word for you today that God is saying wait as a barrier baker wait, you've done all that you need to do, you've done the things you need to do, you've done the part as it were that you need to do that way. as it were that would be like answer to prayers. You've done like Ruth. You've done like Naomi. She did something about the prayers that she had been praying for. You've done like Ruth. Who did something about the prayers of protection? She has been praying for in chapter 2. After praying for God to provide for them, she went out and she worked. And you might just be waiting for one thing and you've done all you could do, waiting for that thing. Child of God, it is time to remember God's word. It says wait. Why? It says that it is through faith and patience. We can't get the promise by faith. alone. No, there is need for there to be patience. There is a need for there to be patient. There is a need for there to be patient through faith and patience. See, faith and patience are like the flying wings of a bird. There are two wings of a bird. I tell you, you can't fly on one wing. You can't fly on the faith wing alone. There needs to be a balance and that balance comes with patience. There needs to be a balance and that balance comes with patience. Faith and patience inherit the promise of God. Barrier breakers Barriers are people who understand that when it comes to the promises of God, it's going to take the long haul. Abraham, who we all and we we say, Oh, is our father our faith is our father? The Bible tells us that he received a promise from God 25 years. That promise of God still hung up but at the end of the day. Glory to God in the air. Ah, yes, the Bible says that he got the visitation by people, he entertained them, and they said, Surely, as the Lord is by this time next year, Sarah will have a child. And the Bible tells us, the Book of Genesis, chapter 24. I love to read that verse, Genesis 24, verse 1. Let's go down there because that is one of the verses I love reading when I want to encourage my. Myself, let's go down there. Um, So Genesis, the first book of the Bible. Let's turn that. Da- let's let's turn down there. Let's go to the first book of the Bible. It's Genesis chapter twenty-four, and um, that is no, not Genesis chapter twenty-four. Sorry, Genesis chapter twenty-two. Yes, it's going to be chapter twenty-two. That's one of my very, very, very. Nice chapters where God visited Abraham, spoke to him, "Oh, this is what I'm going to do." And the next thing that the Lord did to Abraham, the Bible says, "The next thing that the Lord did." Verse twenty-one, so, chapter twenty-one. So, sorry, the Lord kept His word and did for Sarah exactly what He had promised. She became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at the st- at just the time that God had said it would. I'm going. I'm going to read it from another translation because I think I love the way the New King James puts. We are looking at uh, Genesis chapter 21, verse 1. So it's Genesis chapter 21, verse 1. Let's look at it from the New King James translation. I'm going to check the New King James translation. Let's just see that in the New King James translation, it tells us here that God, where is it? I'm I'm just checking my Bible. Okay, let's look at it there. Uh, I'll read from another translation first of all. Let's see this from the easy translation. It said, the Lord was kind to Sarah. He did what he had promised to do for her. Sarah became pregnant. She gave birth to a son for Abraham when he was very old. This happened at the time that God said that it will happen. So keeping of God's word, the Bible says it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's God being kind. The Bible says in, in GW translation, God's word says now in the GW translation, it says here, I'm just going to read it out, GW translation. Sorry, I'm just looking at the word. The Lord came to help Sarah and did for her what he had promised. So she became pregnant and at the exact time God had promised, she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. Oh yes, this is the translation to the KJV. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham his son in his old age at the set time for which God had said so. The Bible says that we follow the example of those who through faith and patience, through faith and patience. Yes, this is the new King. Translation, and the Lord visited Sarah, as He has said, and the Lord did for Sarah, as He has spoken, for Sarah conceived and bore Abram his son in his old age at the set time of which God has spoken to him. Lord of God, all through the Bible, we see people who receive the promise of God, but they had to wait. They had to wait. Barrier breakers know what it is to wait. Barrier breakers wait, and they wait with patience. They wait. They wait patiently. They wait with joy. They wait, knowing that He that has promised is able to do what He has promised. And I know we're looking at, oh, this is the end of the year, what did God promised me and all of that, but child of God, remember that we're the ones that, you know, have had to divide these years to times and seasons, That with the God that we serve, all of this is one day, because the Bible says a thousand years are one day before him. If you have that in mind, I don't know how you're going to comprehend, oh, this is 2022, God, what have you not done? What have you done for me lately? And all of that, barrier breakers can wait, barrier breakers can wait. What is that barrier you're trying to break and it hasn't happened? And you have God's promises. The Bible says true faith and patience. true faith and patience true faith and patience, we would inherit those promises. So, my heart, have the faith, but child of God, we need to have the patience and when we have the faith and the patience we'll continue giving glory to God because Bible says that's what Abraham did. Bible says that his body was dead, but he kept giving glory to God. Bible says concerning Sarah in Hebrews chapter 11 that she received strength to conceive because she judged him faithful who had promised glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. I'm getting excited here. Bob. No, 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 let's come back. It is roots the Barrier Breaker. we are just seen one of those very last characteristics of root the Barrier Breaker. We say Barrier Breakers can wait. Barrier Breakers can wait. All through the Scriptures child of God, we see people who broke barriers. Sarah broke the barrier. She became known as Mother of Nations. She broke that barrier. It happened. She saw the word become flesh finally to her because she waited with patience. Father, we thank you for your word again. We thank you for the integrity of your word. We thank you because your word remains true. We thank you, God, because we are not judging you by our circumstances but we choose to align with what your word says concerning us. We thank you because your word declares that all of God's promises are yes in Christ Jesus and we know that the things that He promise us, we will, will be recipients. We give you praise, almighty God, today. We thank you for what we're studying on Ruth the barrier breaker. We thank you, God, because we have a teachable spirit and we are more teachable, Father. We will do the things, the teachers you put in front of us, we will listen to the instructions and do as you bid us. Father, we We thank you for your word today. Blessed be your name. Help us, O God, to inherit the promise You faith and patience. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. We hope you have been blessed by the word of God today. We look forward to seeing you again next time on Feasting at the Table.